Hey guys, sorry for interrupting, but I just wanted to tell you about our brand new sponsor, Harry's Razors. You've probably heard of them before listening to other podcasts. You have to give people presents for the holidays, so you might as well give a gift and then help us out here on the pod. You can go to harrys.com backslash the stew. That's harrys.com slash the stew. And then when you use that link, you can get $5 off your order and free shipping during the holidays. So like basically all of this month. And then that helps us out over here on the pod. They make great stocking stuffers. You can get just a little cheap $10 guy. If you don't have that much money or if you're really rich, they have ones that are like $100. You can have them engraved with your name or you can just do um, you know, a bunch of commas if you want. They have German engineered five blade cartridges that provide a close and comfortable shave. The eucalyptus shave cream that I love. It seems very expensive looking, but it's not. And like I said before, they start at just $10. So, holidays. Get your shopping done early and take advantage of the free shipping while you still can. Harrys.com slash the stew. Hello, hello. <laughs> You're listening to The Stew. I'm Jason Stewart. Andre Conoparo, say hello. Hello. Chris Stewart in the fucking building. What's up? We Salud. had one guest. Salud. <laughs> Fuck you. I ain't no guest. <laughs> I can namesake, homie. It's called The Stew. Sorry for saying so many bad words so quickly. Oh, well, that was... It's okay. I said them, I said them too. Oh, well. I just said the one. I just said mine aggressively. So you said you've been cooking today, Stewie. I cooked Stewie the working on the line. Worked on the line. Like a line boy. I don't know about that. Uh, <laughs> Are you a line man? I just, I'm just cooking. There's no gender. I just made food. Anything that a, that a woman or a girl couldn't do. <laughs> no, I'm just being contrary. Just, I, I'm, wow. I'm being contrary. Oh, I don't think that's contrary. what we were talking about. You called me a well, line let's boy. Let's get into it. Let's get into it. 2017 Stewie coming in fluid. Fluid oh, yeah, as dude. hell right now. I like it. I think I've had I've had enough like women Are you, chef bosses and coworkers in my life to realize like I'm not a line boy. Is this okay. a gender reveal, Stewie? Are you <laughs> Are you <laughs> identifying as something different than a man? No, he's a line man. You're maybe not. I, a, he's I not did, a line man anymore. Maybe I'm just coming in high off of watching Lady Bird and Obvious Child and like back. Did you go to Lady Bird off of after your chef? <laughs> no, I was on the red line. This though. podcast is only about Lady Bird now. I saw it on Monday. I can really go deep on Lady Bird. I did not fall asleep, even though I went to a 9.45 screening. Old ass. I thought you would have. I, we were hanging out before you left, and you were tired even before the movie started. And you had, for the listeners, big track record of falling asleep in movies. I've I almost prefer it. So many. Yeah. yeah, you were excited about falling asleep. You, yeah. I think were your parting words. But um, I saw it. It was all right. Mm. I I liked it a lot. Very, I liked very it. relatable. I liked it. It wasn't. It wasn't no hundred. It wasn't the highest rated film in history as it's been in the talked about. This brief week. history. How long has Rotten Tomatoes been around? Oh, I don't know. I mean, it's, a, it's fl- an aggregate. Come on, dog. <laughs> what kind of food was in Lady Bird, guys? <laughs> that's a gr- That's actually a really good question. I, she I'm, serves coffee. People I'm eat. Gonna, people eat birds. I'm going to do. I'm going to do like a whole pop-up menu inspired by the film. 
Mm. It's going to be like a lot of pink. Yeah. Pink hair. <laughs> Anyways. A, what are the Sacktown finest cuisines? Yeah, it made me think a lot about Sacramento. I know some people that live there, and it's like... It's pretty. There's it, like California-style Santa Maria tri-tip places. Oh, respect. See, up see, there. It's getting... I've never been to San Sacramento. Not, um, and I don't not that I would... I'm surprised, except that why would you go? But in your life, King's growing King. up in... In California, you think at some point you would have gone for a show or something? For a something. state capital? No. I was thinking more like a show or something. Sacramento's so far, though. Meh. That's like six, seven, eight hours. That's far. Depending where you're from. That's uh, far for a show. If a show is... Dude, it, I used to drive to Salt Lake for shows all the time. Like, this does not seem that far. That's, yeah, but we grew up in Southern California where there's shows everywhere. So it, it, yeah, but I drew, grew up next to San Francisco. T- that's true. A that's half true. hour away. That's true. Like, geez, wow, you're right. You were into more wow. militant music, okay, look, though, that only <laughs> made, it out, <laughs> made it out to those areas. Yeah, if I... This is for the heads. I can't drive... If, I, if something can only happen in San Sacramento and not in San Francisco or L.A., it ain't worth going to. It's going to be yeah. some type of rally of look, some kind. You're not going to skip a Northside King Sacto Hood situation going down in hometown Sacramento. Oh, baby. wait till they come to my hometown. They're not going to. They don't have gas money to leave Sacramento. What are you talking about? <laughs> Nobody has gas money to live to leave Sacramento. <laughs> no. That's why. That's, that's the why only you got to go to Sacramento to see the damn shows oh. and eat some tri tip. That sounds wonderful. Holiday season's here, boys. It's it's December. Boys and girls, sorry, Stewie. We're in December. <laughs> and I've been thinking about what to give people for for the holiday times. And I'm I'm thinking um like a book of some kind. Where but like there's websites is this, is this the holiday gift show? Like make your Weeks own book? out, maybe? It, it's not. But I, I was You trying to sneak in a holiday show on me? You trying to I'm not trying to sneak in a holiday show because that's that's not nice to do. I, <laughs> just I, to pull that on somebody is fucked up. Next week we're gonna do. I think we need to. You need to do the holiday episode with a little bit of a lead time to give people enough time to buy their stuff. Hundred percent. Oh I, yeah, that's right. We, I forgot about that thing. But I think the for holiday. this, that's a good point. I think I feel like we do one week out, and it never occurred to me yeah, that like is, three weeks out, they were sweet. Or, Sorry. Yeah, something yeah. Like that. Sweet I was spot. I was going over the whole month of like scheduling stuff for all kinds of things, and I was like, must be nice. The holiday stuff should be uh, should be earlier. You yeah. you don't want to just you don't you don't want to do a last minute blaster. Well, not everything we're going to review is on Amazon Prime too. Depending, I mean, that's and, true. Like I think we all forget when buying things of the holiday season that not. A hundred percent of the things in the universe come in forty-eight hours, but like ninety percent of them do that. But up. if you order some artisan shit, you know, like it can be two weeks shipping. That's or true. You, don't, you can't Fancy and you knives. can't count on it, and you got to hope homeboys, you know, whatever. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's there's a website that does like they'll they'll print things like the website where you printed the picture of Hambon, right? Parabo. Par, yeah, Parabo or Parabo. Parabo. I don't know how to say it. Yes. P A R A B O dot com. They print a bunch of stuff, but which is you, very cool. Which Easy. is a cool website, and I think like if you if you get it in before the sixth of December, they guarantee something. they will guarantee you can ship before Christmas. But you can do books like like a like a thirty thirty page soft book where it looks like a cool hip book that you would buy at a cool huh. artistic store of some kind. And then you can just make your own little recipe book or your own little photo book or just a little thing to give to friends. And and it's really cheap. They're like five bucks each or something like that. Oh, wow. So you can just be fun. like, here's like 30 cool pictures I took this year. Or like, here's a bunch of pictures of 
your dog to give to your parents, or here's I wrote. 15 recipes and here's the recipes and here's the and photos. photos yeah that's a good idea so you're saying this is the holiday show because that's a great idea Jason. i'm saying that's just a little that's a tease good, that's, that's a just a little Ooh, just, just a, a tip a whisper of what you guys can expect for next week's episode god only so you guys have your homework is, is next is next week going to be a holiday episode i think it, i think it should sure. be I'm i will ready. have recipes and gift guides and prepared. <laughs> It'll be right I'll be, Guaranteed one of each. I'll be getting prepped for my trip to France. I'll go to France on like the 12th. Oh. Actually, London Town first. Well, put a cork in that for one second. I want to get all into that. All right. I forgot no, no, about no, that. No, it didn't sound that good. We don't need to get into it? No. I mean, talk to the lady. She's got it all on iCal. Stewie, if, yeah, could you go leave? like... <laughs> could you leave? I think my, I left my water in the kitchen. <laughs> uh, wait, what was I just going to say? I just totally forgot. Um, but oh, Parable Press books. Yeah, doing that, and the uh, and I'm gonna have some recipes as well. And I was gonna tell the listeners at home if you guys have like a really cool, interesting holiday gift, send them in to us, and then and we'll, and we'll talk about it and share them with everyone, and we will take all the credit. We can put the <laughs> into a book form for next. Year. I will use your content. Stew book would be fun and give you nothing. Yeah, stew pot book would be great. I guess we have to do would have to do it. That sounds hard. <laughs> we but the can, idea of it, we great. can do it. Yeah, I'm into it. I mean, I'm just kidding. We'll start just going okay, up and next, down like an EKG okay, meter week, right now. Next week, Andre, we're gonna record and we're we're gonna document your uh, your chicken rice recipe. Oh, that sounds awesome. We'll see. Unless You're, you want to give it no. up. We'll see. It's not a you. No, you make it, and I'm gonna sit there, and I'm gonna type it all out. Oh, the typing it out's not hard. What is the hard? Giving birth to a baby. <laughs> Giving Letting birth- it go, you mean? Mm-hmm. Not aborting your child. Mm-hmm. You don't want you don't want the streets to have your heat. Oh, I do for sure. Oh, well, I'm fine with it, but we'll see. So, giving birth to a baby. What do you mean by that exactly? No, it was kind of a joke about making it dramatic. Yeah. Oh, we'll see. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> Look, I'll steal it from you if you don't. If you wouldn't, don't give it to me, wouldn't be hard to do. There's like four <laughs> ingredients. I know, but that's uh, rice, chicken, water. No, that's Efforts. not true. Your rice is flavorful and aromatic. Mm-hmm. You could be... it, it's got some things in it. Yeah, and our listeners are depending yeah, on it. Now it's very good. Oh man! So we're but so they don't have to know. And that's a great Christmas time recipe, isn't you can it? Save it for a few. Yeah, I mean, just everybody reaches for chicken and rice during the holidays. Oh baby! Oh yeah. The um, one thing because of you being an Italian boy. Oh. Feast of the Seven Fishes. Oh, yeah, that's tough. That's one thing that I've always wanted to be a part of, and I've never got the invite. It's much like a Passover dinner, our listeners at home, invite me to your Passover, please. It's much harder to find one of those than a Passover dinner in Los Angeles, let me tell you. I know, I know. And I think Passover dinners, you're supposed to invite some Gentiles, too. I think that's the the deal of Passover, is that you're supposed to reach out from within the circle. What to protect and you would of, the, of, of Judaism home. and to, to, bring, uh, to bring, bring a few more non- people on? Yeah, conversion. I don't know if that's true. Matzah. I, I well, I don't know either, but I think so. Willing, <laughs> willing to convert them genes. I don't know if that's it's conversion. All I'm saying. I think it's just more like a, you know, appreciation of all peoples. And that I love. Yeah. I fuck with that vision heavily. Yeah. So uh, yeah, just bringing <laughs> cultures together. So I'm saying, Andre, there's there's definitely zero feast of the seven fishes in our radar. So I'm saying we have to throw our own. There's a big Catholic church in Santa Monica. Maybe Italy. No, I'm talking about like a food, like a cool one. Oh. Not like some loser church one. I'm talking oh. about some real shit where it's like just 
a big ass dinner with a bunch of people, and then every there's there's seven people, and each seven brings a fish dish. Mm. You work it all out. You're on squid. I'm on salmon. This guy's on whatever. And then you just bring it together, and everyone just eats a bunch of fish. I don't know if that's how it works. There's specific dishes you need to make, right? I think so. You tell yeah. me, Stuchenzo. Well, I've, <laughs> we talked about doing it at Maximiliano, and we realized like, well, that's a lot of work. And then yeah. pump the brakes. Yeah, instantly. Okay, back well, up. if I think you got to go, that would with, be like, such Italy. a that would have been so so cool it's if a, you were able to pull it off, though. Because yeah, what I a know, cool right? thing to like mm, have cool. for a fixed meal. But then when we started, I feel like we dug in and we're like, okay, this is not just like it's not that simple. Like you make a tuna melt, and I'll make a. Some salmon and lox. I can just like I don't, pick I a mean, fish, you know? If the tuna melts part of the menu, you know who's going to be making it. Yeah, well, since all of us are not melts. religious at all, yeah. we, don't, we, can, uh, and we can make it our own. So you want to have a dinner party? With minimum seven types of fish. <laughs> and seven people only. That's, that a, would be... that's all you need is just a big-ass table, seven fishes, and you munch it. I think what you also need to... Great macros. Squeeze on a fish. I think you need somebody with a a dialed-in house that has at least a few things, like good oven, barbecue. Andre. Stove. Andre. No. He's not barbecue. I don't barbecue. <laughs> I just mean, like, I think when you're making that much food of the same type, I mean, I think you want, like, a variation, variation of not only recipes, yeah. but also cooking styles yeah. and types. Stew, fish cake, yeah. fritter, this, like that. Like, you got to really have you got me, every accessory Accessory is going to be in use. That's, yeah. uh, you yeah. need somebody, yeah. you need a turn. You need a fried I'll daddy. do it. We could do it. Okay. Well, I don't have a barbecue. Fun. We're going to do it at my house. I got a barbecue. Listeners, you guys can come over. It's cool. Barbecue my wife loves strangers. Little tough. Oh, man. No Andre way. got a smoker. No, I ain't that hard. We do smoker. So, if we get a rock box before Christmas. Oh, my goodness. All right. Gracious. So. Andre's gonna host. I will I will find seven Show up. I will find seven people and that I will cook that can cook. And I will choose those slouches. You need five. And I will Don't make it hard. That's true. I will pass out four. Hey, I'm take here. it easy. I can cook. I'll get seven of You're our richest friends who can afford fish. It's not Andre. cheap. Mm-mm. And then I will divvy out who who does what. You're on boom. You're on boom. You make a whole branzino. Oh, it's Jason's wet dream right now. Getting yeah. to tell everybody what to do and what to make. Sure and then you guys clean after. Yeah, that's fine. Yeah, you got it. You guys are good, right? Yeah, you can clean. Where did Jason go? Mm-hmm. Am I not a cleaner, guys? Good grammar. You've gotten. You've become. You've tried. You've made strides towards becoming a cleaner. I applaud you. I've tried and I've made strides towards becoming a cleaner. Yeah, mm-hmm. that's the best. Did, we, I think it's the best dep- we can do. No, I think it depends on your mood. Sometimes you clean up after yourself, and sometimes you zone. It depends if there's one, four, three or not. Yeah, that too. If it's if you got to like, I gotta go. It's like, oh shit! Look at all this stuff that we gotta do now. Oh. That's what it's like. Is that does that happen to you a lot, Stewie? Not a lot, but it's enough to where I can just like make a little. When's little the last show? time that happened to you? Well, show show me where Jason didn't clean you. <laughs> <laughs> so you're going to to Europe? Yeah. Like a damn Master of None season two looking boy. Nothing like that at all. <laughs> so you're going gonna on, on a tour a bi- of Italy. He's, he's going to be on a bicycle, you know. No, you're going to be on a, like a red moped. It's going to be like wet and cold. Are you bringing your own helmet or are you going to rent one? I'm That's a good question. Two helmets. They're going to be matching. So you're going to Europe in the winter. Wet yeah. and Does it rain in Europe? I believe so. <laughs> and it... <laughs> We'll see. In the forties. What are you going to do Paris. there? So uh, you go to London, and then you go to to Paris, to Paris. and then to Marseille, 
and adjacent towns from there. Fish so. towns. Actually, yeah. Because mm-hmm. he all... Yeah, I'll be around. Be mom around. Okay. What's on the what's on the food docket? Are you hitting you any the wrong spots? Member, oh, this is Camille's planning all this. Mm. Uh, is this is French wife. Yeah. Well, she's got the time to do the planning, and I got the time to do the working. So that's oh. But also, I mean, I mean it's true. I, I think work all she's time. really excited. Yeah, she knows all the spots, and she's she's not. You're not throwing it on her. She's no very excited and volunteering to do it. And why not and sit back and uh, let the local walk you around town? Yeah, I want to have just like in London. I I told our friend who's putting us in London is like I want to have like a regular pub experience. Like what's Sunday like? In, in in London in a pub like I want I, don't I say want... knock that out at the airport there's tons of pubs in Heathrow <laughs> <laughs> get it out of the way I've been to Heathrow I'm good um, no on. but I mean I think Shit. like th- when this kind of stuff happens where I, I enjoy and get excited for somebody else to plan the trip it's great and then as it gets closer you'll get the bug to try and figure out something you really want to do or read about or somebody will tell you as it gets closer that you're going and then you'll yeah. be like oh shit there's like a couple things I want to do and then the rest will be planned out for you and it's going to be a perfect trip. Maybe you could yeah. do a social media post. It's going to be great. Yeah. Don't do that. Chuck it on the story. It's like hey I'm about to be in Heathrow bruv. What, where should I go? Lace me. And then all of your friends are going to be like, oh, you got to go to this dumb place, blah, 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 blah. Who blah, got blah, white? Blah. Question mark. I'm in London. <laughs> yeah, I'm, I'm looking. And, and yeah, just, and the, the just, the, just the snowflake emoji and a question mark. Mm-hmm. And then with like a picture of your plane landing. Yeah. Ready. That's a classic yeah. one. Yo, I'm, anyone got tree in London? <laughs> <No>. <laughs> Can't ban the snowman. Who's got scales? Yeah, question man. mark. Stewie's in London. <laughs> I'm just going to track down well since Skinner. since you don't know yeah. about any food stuff in know. europe i went to i, I don't care I I did, I did, it wasn't my idea i just <laughs> just dunking on stewie <laughs> no, man, for no I reason Look, i went man. to i went to italy last week nice <laughs> <laughs> nice and uh have you been to the italy in new york i haven't been. it sucks but the one in la yeah, cool. i thought it was pretty good the one in the one in New York, I was it was it was just like walking around a cost plus world market that's like a that had like eighty five dollar caviar and like and stuff though, right? What and like nice uh, fresh burrata. Mm-hmm. I'm taking Italy out of my notes, but places, so we don't get confused for later situations. But places that like that, you, when you see the burrata and you're like, there's eighteen different burratas. I don't know which one is good, but like, and it's a lot of tourists and it's people just like wanting to get gelato and like. Lavaza, espresso. Can you try all the burratas? I don't think you can try all the burratas. If, if you have a lot of money, you can try Oh, no, <laughs> I mean for freezies. No, no, no. But the, the one, the, I, would, I think the one. How easy is it to steal from Italy? It seems, it doesn't seem that hard to steal from Italy. It can't be cool. that hard. And you know I'd be stealing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I, I could reach over and get me a little, just like a one ravioli, you know? No, it's a low, it's, you're not talking about grand theft larceny, you're talking about. Low key, I'm gonna take that olive and munch it while I'm here. <laughs> yeah, it's in the olive realm. It's basically, grazing. you know, yeah, you know when you it's when, grazing for mm-hmm. sure. This doesn't have any legal connotation. No, when people no. do like the money sale. laundering stuff, and like as long as you're transporting under 10k, like you can't get popped for a felony kind of thing. Like, do you like, feel move? like all your times at Whole Foods has been preparing you for this moment of Italy? Yeah, this is the big show now. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, the miners. This is the big show, yeah. Before, you know, at, at nowadays, stealing from Whole Foods is just light work. I stole two kinds of smoked meats today, brisket yeah. and pulled pork. They're both delicious. 
That was that was just and, I, and that was no problem. Four cubes of feta easily. But but Italy, it's a eyes whole, closed. It's a whole other ball game, baby. <laughs> Feeding strangers. I'm, really. I'm off. I'm off my home turf. It's in Century City, which is a fucking nightmare part of town. I want to do a five minute mock. Ocean's Eleven montage of Jason talking about Italy and then stealing food from Italy. <laughs> like I have the blueprints pulled up. Yeah, just all the voiceover, <laughs> like while we're like shooting Italy and you talking about how what you're gonna do, and mm-hmm. like then Casey Affleck comes out of nowhere and he's in it. We sure. get him in there for a minute. Sure, so you're the Casey Affleck of this podcast. You are you know. Casey Affleck looking yeah. motherfucker. Yeah, Which one are perfect. you, Andre? Oh no, Matt Damon. <laughs> oh, okay, he's Clooney. Oh yeah, you're Clooney. He's Clooney. You're Clooney. I'll be Clooney. Then you're Pritt. I'm Brad Pitt. Right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. I can see it. You guys, yeah. that's a little bit of a stretch. Hey man, I guess I'm the Oscar winner in this. Don mother. Cheadle. Wasn't Tambor in you that? You got to use an accent. I'm Tambor. Oh, Tambor. Oh, God. I'm Tambor. You don't be too Tambor though. <laughs> yeah, nobody wants to be <laughs> Pump Tambor. The on the Tambor. Is Tambor right? having a bad week? I didn't see anything about that. <laughs> <laughs> I think he's. But uh, I, I would say for Italy, it's one of those places where like n- none of the food. That you order like restaurant food, I don't know if it's worth it to have any of that. But mm. just as um, as a market where they've collected all of these crazy imported goods from from Italy, is there a wine bar with no food? I think so. Yeah, just like just a straight drinking station. Yeah, that's not clogged it has up by to be. people. Yeah, yeah, and I, I think the main the main vibe is you go there and you get a glass of wine and you you you're meant to walk around and and that's tight. So that's the cool part. Like you, you walk in, you grab a glass of wine, and then you like go look at pastas or like go look at knives or mm. all the little doodads and everything. And that's kind of the good vibe. But I think like going there as a destination to like go eat dinner seems like a little bit much. I don't, I don't know if it's going to be better than just going to a nice Italian restaurant I think that you like. Trying to accomplish that, sir. We it's don't sell hypnotic here. No, they're for sure trying to accomplish that because there's like a thousand people eating dinner there every day. Oh yeah. Yeah. When I went there, it was the lines were so long that, I mean, it was like a hundred person line to get a slice of pizza. Oh, geez. Good. Or like to sit in the restaurant where you can get like some antipasti and a glass of wine. You went on a week. It was probably too, like right? a three hour wait. Oh wait, no, you went on a Saturday. Oh, I went. Yeah, I went on a like right when it opened Saturday. It's, it's inside of a mall during like Black Friday weekend. I went at the worst time. Yeah, that's a terrible. But it was also like entertaining. And a write-off. He rode his bike. And I rode my bike there. And nice it's next door to Equinox. Nice workout. Great workout. Let me tell you, riding your bike around Beverly Hills, fun stuff. How about? What's the ballinest lunch you guys ever had at a restaurant? Ooh, ballinest lunch I've ever had. That's these a- two guys came in, and they brought the heat. Really? Yeah, it was amazing. I saved the... And, oh, you saved the receipts, yeah, Queen? Because I, I was like, somebody... I was like, I'm going to a food Two party. people? Two people. This two people, dude. And they... Ate everything. They no left a little bit of the, the wine. Way. They How went, fat were they? Were they like not? Not fat. They're just they're pros. They were. These are. This is Ocean's twelve of just restaurant eaters. It was really impressive. Well, right. I've, done, I've done that at a steakhouse with two people. Yeah, but someone was trying to impress somebody. But it was impressive. Was it? A, was it a date? No, it's two dudes. Dudes. Okay, so like two business. dudes, business dudes, gnarly. This was really gnarly. so two dudes for lunch food. in a restaurant that's not really an expensive restaurant. It's a it's a mid range, decently affordable <sighs> yeah. restaurant. You can yeah. you can add but up. But they quick. got the stuff. They got the stuff that would make it a, like a high bill. Okay, the total for this lunch 
is alcohol is half, half of the price of alcohol. It's $333. But that's yeah. only two bottles that they got. They got yeah. the two bottles that were that they're just like the you know the high value guys. Like what a $90 they? and a $70 bottle of wine. What a G move for two so people impressive. to have their own bottle of wine for yeah. lunch. And they left a bunch. You know, there wasn't a lot of uh, they left you know a significant amount of wine. <laughs> hmm. They got the right? lamb. I've never had the lamb there. The lamb chop? Yeah. Excellent. Lamb chop, but $29. 26. Oh, yeah. So so they basically ordered just all the fire. They brought the fire. The muscles. They started with muscles. They housed it. They, I mean, they did it right. This is like really impressive. Because they're so nice. So into it. Like, just like having a great time while doing this. So they're really living life. I like well. this story. How rich yeah. did they look? Oh, yeah. They look pretty rich. <laughs> yeah. But. That sounds nice. In the game, rich. Like, one of the dudes I believe is like a, a, a wine importer. Oh, yeah. So, yeah, they go for the Sizing table. up they, downtown for a They takeover. knew the bottles. They saw that. They knew of the... It's like, oh, yeah, okay. Were they hot? No. <laughs> Did they ask about me? Because <laughs> I'm in the market. Because this is... For a rich old man. They're looking for a man to buy an egg for. Yeah, there's three sugar babies right here on this podcast. I'm, I'm a married person. Come to... <laughs> hey, man. Depends on, uh, depends on the price tag. Sometimes daddy just likes to watch. <laughs> This is the kind I'm of back. bill where I would be. Like, this is this is like this is, so this is like omakase at a nice place type yeah, of bill. It is not not like mm. ordering things that cost yeah. four dollars. Yeah, but they got a lot of stuff and the wine. So this is good. I was really impressed. Though. I was I like, enough to where I, like I was like, I need to tell you guys. You too. Yeah. It's delicious. Yeah, delicious this is that's info. the op- that's the opposite of the dinner I had last night um, with some friends, uh, Benjamin Edgar. Who, he's been uh, I, I interviewed him on my other podcast before, but. Oh, Boxwater guy. Boxwater, bro. Him and a, and a couple friends, and we went to Western Doma Noodle, Andres. Yeah, fa- I, was, I wasn't doing part. it. I was hanging out. I wasn't really <laughs> doing anything. <laughs> they asked me if I wanted to go to dinner with them, and like I he was chose at spot. my restaurant, but that's cool. <laughs> you know, on, sometimes Andre goes to eat without me. Sometimes I go to eat without him. That's not true. <laughs> it was with three people who oh, don't don't know day. you, so that's why you didn't get the invite. I I have no problem making new friends. <laughs> <laughs> Actually, he you don't. He's good at making new friends. But the our bill was the exact opposite of this. It was four people, like feasting away at Korean food, bottles of beer, yeah. soju. You know they'll bring out a plate of grapes for dessert, and oh, we'll we'll munch them all, like and then they'll like bring out another plate of gra- like. And then we, you know, we ordered a ton of shit, super stuff like bringing out free plates of stuff. Really felt like a king. And then they bring the check out and just a piece of paper that says a hundred dollars on it, just just flat. It's so crazy that I love that place so much. And it was it was wow. great. That's not a lot of money. You can't. I mean, I almost. I don't know. It's it seems like. It's just arbitrary what they make you pay for, and it's never more than what you order. And they always bring out free stuff if it's more than two people. Two people, you usually don't get juiced much at all. Yeah. Cool. It's weird. It's like I've eaten there a million times with just two people and nothing. By and the then book. every time I've eaten with like three or four, it's like at least two free things. Yeah, when I sat down so, by myself, they're like, one. And I was like, no, four. And they're like, Oh, and then their, their eyes really lit up, which makes sense. And then, yeah, and one of the people that we're eating with, I was like, so that's 25 a person. That's like, and they just, they just moved to LA and they live in Venice. And they're like, that's oh, how sure. much a slice of pizza and a glass of wine costs at, at Justa. And For real. you guys had, <laughs> and it's delicious. You had delicious. as much beer and soju as you guys wanted, I'm sure. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Like, it kept it's on one flowing, of those things baby. where it's like, the whole time you're drinking, unless you don't want to, but like that price includes almost mm-hmm. 
unlimited soju and beer, which is such a good feeling to have. Like I love going out to eat, and when you know you get a you you look at the wine and you're like, oh, you know, this it's, it's sixteen a glass or eighteen a glass, and you're like, mm, you know, it's, you, and you kind of have to like savor it and pace yourself. Like I don't want to like drop two hundred on this dinner real quick, but when you can just drink the beer and the soju without even thinking about it, it's a very liberating feeling. It's fun, it's nice. Or you just get rich and just do that with $99 bottles of Riesling for lunch. Yeah, that's a good one, too. I went to Taco Maria yesterday. Had like a micro version of that. So you went to Taco Maria in Orange County. In Orange County. That was a spot uh, called SoCo. Commonly, commonly appearing in the top 10 on uh, Jay Gold's 101 list. And He's surprisingly are, never been there yet. On the first episode of this season's Migrant Kitchen is uh, the chef there, West of Villa. And the Ray Garcia and Ray Garcia from uh, BS Taqueria. It's in an annoying spot, though. No, I actually think that place is rad. Mm. Well, okay, so we're from. I no, to bring it's the, in a dumb place. I wanted to bring this up. I, I uh, so we're. From, I've only been twice. We're from bring it Orange up, County, and and then now we're in LA, and we're running out of space. So it kind of makes sense to flip what used to be like an old showroom for furniture and turn it into this rad place for eateries and giving these small businesses a shot to open up the so idea of it like on paper is great yeah with this the way it looks totally agree is not great oh well, i mean it's not i mean it's just all about the substance so there's like a world-class coffee there there's some cool shops there's like an oyster spot that's great there i agree there. with all of that yeah. i just don't like i just don't like being there i don't like it all <laughs> packed together in one spot and the people that are there and the whole thing like it's kind of like up. I'm just like because nah. like, like you go to the bad. Grand Central Market and it's a collection of little small stalls, you know, shoulder to shoulder, and some of them are good, some of them are bad. Some people are selling, you know, just produce, and some people are selling Michelin quality food and everything in between. But this place, it's kind of like, you know, it just it's has like a bad. it has I like a Pinteresty Orange County. There you go, energy, Jason's sure, sure. energy Jason's to it. All my adjectives. Yeah, but it doesn't sound like. Not There's really worse places to go. Really, you know. I'm just saying, I want to. It's a beautiful courtyard out there. Let's like, do better, guys. As soon as there. I get there, I want to leave. Ah, it's not that bad to me. <laughs> Jeez, wow. <laughs> it's like it reminds me of the Americana with. Whoa, 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 I don't whoa. Like slow the down, Americana. Slow down. Now huh. the Americana is a wonderful, beautiful place. <laughs> yeah. Americana is but nothing but fucking. It's heat. functional and there's Din Tai Fung and there's Chitza and there's like a bunch of like and functional and decent stores. And yeah, but that's and those are all the heavy and it works hitters, well. And as soon as I get in there, I want to leave. Let's talk about Taco Maria. Well, okay, um, it's well, tiny. Mm-hmm. There are yeah. three little tables on in the inside, and then the patio probably has I don't know maybe like ten other tables. Mm. How long do you wait? Probably oh, like twenty minutes, maybe. That's not bad. No, no, I mean they're fresh off a million lists, and they're super renowned. And then the migrant kitchen thing too. Like what time go, did you go? Oh god, like weekday lunch. Hit, yeah, weekday lunch, like one, yeah. like prime time. And I, you know me, I like I love the bar, and Kimi does too, my lady. So um, we were shooting for the bar, where they gave us a table. And you happy at the bar? I'm always happy at the bar. <laughs> Happiest at the bar. You get Jason's some chips and guac. Are good. Chips and guac is unreal. Really? Yeah, so smooth. Let's I talk get, about the chip first. Was, chip. was it a regular chip or was it spiced up with some heat? Regular chip, in a good way. Regular chip, like in a, in a you can tell they made like in a made in house kind of way, mm-hmm. but in a re- but also regular. Okay, you know it's like a familiar. This isn't like some alien like gastric. It's not like a really insane. Uh, it's not too abstract. Fluffy. No, no. It's like basically, and I mean this is. Not an insult to either to anybody. It's, this is 
Like it's like, if, like it's gonna be if cacao was there's a, a place that we love in Eagle Rock that's like a really casual but elevated Mexican food. This is like if cacao was another approach, level. Yeah, another level, but it's not that much. Cacao is not that much. Right, less at all. Right. I re- after going there, I was like, damn, cacao is good. Like, we really, I should go to. Cacao it's like bar. if you put if you put cacao great. on some heat ceramic looking ass place, Kinda, it was it, yeah. that would be in the war, in the realm. Yeah, if you just sort of just put yeah, if you styled out and, cacao, and that's tweezered it. a few more fucking sprouts on there and shit, it'd be for real. Until you get the agua chile, and they're like, okay, this is. Let's like talk about the guac. Unreal. Yeah, cotilla cheese, <laughs> and then otherwise like pretty familiar. Okay. Like, it's guac. Just well-seasoned. Well-seasoned, super smooth, like, proper avocados. The cotilla sprinkled on top was just awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, that was pretty straightforward, but okay. light. You said the agua chile? Agua chile is gnarly. The softest, freshest, like, raw scallops, ah, like a pillow. Ah, like, the smoothest, craziest. Mm-hmm. Uh, like just, You're talking fast. Slow it down, Stewie. <laughs> no? Use your deep voice. No, no, I'm good, baby. Wait, go back to the raw scallop. Raw scallop. It was, oh. it was a smooth and creamy one. Mm. The juxtaposition of the scallop and the crunch of the Persian cuke and the Ooh. softness of the avocado was delightful. Mm. That sounds nice. That well, was really nice. And then I the sauce. Like there. Slurping up that juice in the oh, plate. Man. Yeah, yeah, slurping up the juice. Mm-hmm. Uh, and then the, you some of that juice, the jalapeno. I did. And then yeah, uh, the jalapeno element is like a like an oil, like globbed on there like little droplets of like little dark green mm, real original talking maria just oh, kidding great. <laughs> it, was, it was unreal <laughs> <laughs> unreal that was spit all over my face um <laughs> like you would want to fully you don't even want to share it you just like next time you're like, okay let's get like one per because mm-hmm. you just savor and you like want to eat it throughout the whole do they have meal. a nacho there no okay good question but they do have a they have a they have a caesar that i didn't get that looked really good that's the one thing i was like ah, so, so, Jason's so mad you didn't get the caesar right now i am too i'm fine no cesar it's like the perfect amount of food it's like going to cacao and you get like two tacos and you're like oh wow i'm actually pretty full of these two no tacos. but i feel like mexican places always have the best caesars hell yeah, yeah. even though sometimes depend i mean i know it was invented at the hotel and you know, and there's gonna be some papitas all in there and shit. No, but I just mean like people I think associate Caesar salad with like Italian restaurants sometimes. But yeah, get mm-hmm. real excited for a good one from a Mexican restaurant. No, it's, um, it looked great. Our Mex, our brothers from the south really fuck up a Caesar nicely. Yeah, uh, I was I was looking at Instagram today and in that same realm, Alex Stupak, the uh, he's a chef in New York. Who's done a lot? He's like a black metal dude who's oh. into crazy Mexican food. He does like Empion and <coughs> a couple other. Anyway, you 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 may have heard of him, but he he does like really forward thinking Mexican food, and he's like a gnarly black metal dude, right up your alley, actually, Andre. Sounds wonderful. And he uh, he has these his version of nacho. It's kind of like the agua chile that you were talking about, but in a nacho form, where he takes chips. And then there's like raw, I don't know if it's raw, but it's like a, like a nice blue crab oh, wow. or some kind of crab on there. And then instead of nacho cheese sauce, he takes uni and then mounts it with butter and kind of liquefies it with like butter and, and uh, chilies and spices and things like that. And then uses that as like a, uni, like a nacho cheese looking drizzle over the chips. Jeez, Wild. So it's like chips with nacho cheese sauce. It's actually just sea urchin with butter and chili and then like crab meat all over it. Dang. 
That sounds good as hell. Heavy air that quote, sounds nacho. Amazing. It sounds fantastic. amazing. Yeah, Alex Stupak, S T U P A K, I believe. Mm. Look, look at him. Look him up on the gram. Sounds wonderful. But he, he's sounds... always doing like crazy ass stuff like that. Like, kind of like uh, you know, white guy doing Mexican food. And what's his name? The guy who was like kind of catching some heat. The Chicago guy, Rick guy Bayless. Fieri. Guy Fieri. <laughs> Rick uh, Bayless. Like, I no. people were giving him a lot of shit for. You know, being appro- a legendary asshole, That's too bad. appropriating the the Mexican culture and being a white man and oh, getting rich off of it. That's silly. That's not fair. He and your man got into a real fun like. Who? Um, what's his name? Uh, Bill Esparza. Oh yeah, oh, yeah, yeah. That was a lot of fun back and forth. They wrote to each other and then <laughs> it got published in the OC Weekly. It was great. <laughs> speaking wow. of the, speaking of the Weekly, the LA Weekly, I I just read that they laid off. Almost everyone, and I think the whole food... Nine out yeah. of 11 of their editorial staff came yeah. in this morning having no idea that anything was going to go on. Yeah, they got speak. laid off. Yeah, it's a and bar. I think the, whole, like, the food stuff is just like done? Yeah. No, nobody no. knows. It happened this morning, mm-hmm. and no one knows who bought the OC Weekly either. So right. the, oh, wow. the company that was formed to buy it was formed... As my sentence just described, just to do that, so nobody knows the parent company or the money behind it. Mm-hmm. It's a go-between base. Um, what they're doing and how they're going to publish next week's paper without ninety percent of their editorial staff through all their different branches or, or through all their different parts of the paper. Um, so the the what everybody thinks is that there's already a staff ready to go and will be in the next day or two and they probably won't skip a beat. Also, people don't know if there's going to be online only, which hasn't been talked about or said. There's a big question mark. I haven't picked up an LA Weekly in yeah, a long time. I do it all the time. Yeah? The Make Tacos Legal issue a couple months ago, huh. it's right here in the notes, um, was an incredible one. <laughs> um, and I think that their food writing has stayed really interesting as well. But yeah, yeah. I mean, I, I only grab one when whatever's on the cover kind of interests me. Oh, okay. Or I want to know how much a half pound of weed costs from 42 different places in LA. <laughs> but one of those two <laughs> things, I'll grab one. It's relevant information. <laughs> yeah. On the regular. They do a lot of weed, weed advertising I in think the back. It's, yeah, it's just part of the ads. In the cl- in back in the club. Cl- yeah, it used to be the old uh, the back pages turned to nugs, huh? Mm hmm. <laughs> <laughs> Real fun. Well, yeah, I, that's I mean, a that's crazy, and it's a huge drag because you know they've all, they've consistently, besides just incredible cultural writing, have, have always had great food writing too. Yeah, that's where Jay Gold got his Pulitzer, yeah. right? That's where LA yeah. Times yeah. got him from, and I think he was writing while his wife was the editor, the editor in chief at the Weekly. I think kind of makes you think, doesn't it? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I never thought he deserved it. <laughs> Yeah, the jury's still out on that guy. Um, last week we were talking about Thanksgiving and we were talking about stuffing a lot. And uh, listener and friend Justin Thomas K oh, tweeted me up today and he said, just catching up on the stew last week, my mother-in-law crushes Chinese stuffing where she uses, uh, instead of bread, it's sticky rice. No. And then mix in with Chinese sausage, rehydrated mushrooms, chess- and chestnuts. And you just kind of like mix it all together. You bake it and off. And you bake it off, and then, like, the sausage will kind of, like, cook and then permeate all those flavors into it, and then it come, it turns into, like, a nice sticky brick of, of Chinese goodness, I'm assuming. I want to try that. But, but I, that sounds like the kind I of feel like like the banana leaf thing. Yeah. Uh, it sounds good, but it also, it sounds like 
I totally want to eat it. It sounds like a great dish, but I don't know if it would scratch my itch for Thanksgiving stuffing. Like yeah. how some things, when they get turned or appropriated, you're kind of like, oh, yeah, that's great. Mm-hmm. That just sounds like a whole different dish that takes the place Into of stuffing. It. Yeah, it sounds very similar sounds to great. those, the, the banana leaf wrapped little hockey pucks that you get for breakfast in yeah. Chinatown kind of thing, but just in a casserole Delicious. dish. Yeah. Maybe if you mix like half sticky rice and half like steamed bao bun Ooh. torn or something like that, that would be, that'd be good. That'd be leaning a little bit more, a little more stuffy for you. Yeah. Hmm. You think so? I want, yeah, that's, that it is a good fun, idea. As a different, as a completely different cultural dish for Thanksgiving. I think that sounds really good. And so, also, um, sounds like a Friendsgiving dish more than like, hi grandma. Mm. Depends where your grandma's from, playa. Mm. Oh, not my grandma. No, <laughs> not your grandma. No, she your grandma that. would no, not no, be no, in the no, Chinese no. sauce. Gotta be the you bread pasta. She might be. She that's too not, much sodium for she, her, Jason. You know that. that. She would not no, eat that. That's too much. No. Uh, she's not a big shroom head. No. She does like a chestnut. <laughs> uh, and also, listener Emily Nigro, she, she asked me a couple questions. I'll ask the second one first. Why has every meal since Thanksgiving been disappointing? Mm. And and I got and I was I was sort of feeling that as well. And I was talking to her about it. Like we've been on like a, a healthy journey for the last number of months. I would say, Andre, right? Sure, more or less healthier sure. than normal. And but I think Thanksgiving really blasted. It was kind of just like a real mask off situation where you just eat a bunch of gnarly stuff and then your your body got got that hit like mm-hmm. you've been off the h for a long time and then you get a little whisper and then you kind of got the shakes for a couple of weeks afterwards while you get it all out of your system you get the salt and the sugar going have you guys been feeling any post thanksgiving um food absolutely, sadness absolutely none no zero none yeah. at all you got i i kind of felt it a little bit well, yeah I'm not the biggest fan of Thanksgiving. I think, so. if anything... It was making me crave really poor quality bread, like supermarket bread, mm. which was like an interesting thing. I like, that a lot, actually. Like with some sweetness, because I've been eating nothing but good-ass, you know, Bub and Grandma's yeah. or whatever bread, oh. or, like, or not that much bread. Same. And then when I, I had an insane craving for like that dumb, like sweet, multi-grain yeah, supermarket bread. Yeah, but that, that goes, and I'm in full support when you want the post turkey sandwich Mm -hmm. you need that like whole wheat that sweet whole wheat that that uses every like shady version of advertising health and organic on the packaging yeah it's like 35 only whole wheats so many ingredients and then it's like sugar and brown sugar and molasses and fructose those are the the cleanest things in there there's a million chemicals and god knows what in there but it's worth it's a fun treat yeah and it never and i and i forgot how that bread how long it takes to go stale versus that's insane right? when you yeah. get like the real nice daddy bread you got it's a ticking time bomb you got two days before you, you gotta, gotta put it, it in the free freeze you almost freeze it straight away but her other question why am i f- so afraid of halloumi why would you ever be no uh, emily no <laughs> no porque. and i was i was does she have a dairy thing and a cheese thing uh, no, no, no. Like making it yourself, cheese, you cheese, mean? Or no, at, just at in the restaurant. Just, just in general. It's oh, almost perfect. Well, I was, I was, I was suggesting maybe because Stu, it's, you're being a little dismissed. Maybe it's such a resilient <laughs> cheese. Like it's, it's one of those cheeses where you can just cook the shit out of it. Yeah. 
and just blast it and it won't die. You know, like when you have to kill something with fire and you you blast it with the fire and it does, and it's still like I'm good. Has she ever eaten it ever? Did you ask I think in the so. conversation? I think she has. Because if she my confusion would be if she has halloumi is the most insanely mild almost textureless to a degree. I mean, so if people don't know it's mm. a frying cheese, right? I it's, I it's a made to slice. And it's made to cook in a pan. It doesn't melt. It crisps. The center gets a little bit softer, but it stays it fairly firm. Yeah. And the flavor is basically salt. It's very salty. Yeah, that's awesome. But I, I think yeah, the, yeah. the main, the main part about it, lemon. I think, is that waxy. It's not a mouthfeel. It's a toothfeel. You sure. get that squeak. You get that squeak like, like when you... Like an unripened persimmon. Like an unripened persimmon or a cheese curd. You but get that You get that, that teeth squeak that yeah. some people... Do you know what I'm talking about? Uh, the, the halloumi teeth squeak? Yeah, yeah. No. But it's, the halloumi is not... You don't know? A, like halloumi you, is I haven't probably eaten it for a year, but I, I used to eat it like, oh, a lot because so my ex-girlfriend loved it. Teeth squeak. Mm-hmm. It's a thing. It was like almost a semi-mandatory thing for cheese plates that there always be halloumi fried right before I went out. Really? That's tight. Interesting. I've never really, I've never cooked halloumi. It's good on a sandwich. You don't do anything. You, get a, a you get a pan hot and you slice it and you put it in the pan. You oil or no? no. Put it in dry. You can. No. You can use oil. I found that it sure. blisters. We did it at the restaurant. I found that it blisters. Well, I mean, look, in I mean, a you, restaurant, you can cook anything in oil, but sometimes yeah. you don't have to. But yeah, I found that it got better texture on top and blistered better without just like going in hot. I'm like, cool like, like a tortilla. With finishing it with oil. Sprinkle like squeeze the lime or the the lemon juice on it, and then like if you have like the zatar kind of mm-hmm. spice, that's the move. Or sumac. Dude, you're sumac. a damn freak. You know yeah, that. Yeah, but you know sumac isn't sumac an ingredient in the zatar kind of blend? Yeah, like, is sumac in zatar? I'm almost yeah. certain. Sumac yeah. uh, zatar. It's like mm-hmm. so same. And like but nowadays, sesame, it's so good. The what what goes what makes a a zatar or a duka at this point? It's pretty open ended. I would say. Oh, yeah. What'd you call me? Duka. Duka. A H. What's in a duka? Who even knows at this point? It's just a bunch of sh- bunch of shit it's in a, a shaker. <laughs> Another cheese question that is a question that has I didn't know was a thing until recently when our friend Eleanor posed it. It's like a question that you can Google it and, and people have been debating it for a while. Can you name something Oh yeah, this is great. That cream cheese doesn't go well with. And we thought about it. It seems like a very easy question mm. at first, but like you have to. Okay, <laughs> the only there's the the preface is that you have to like cream cheese. You have to like cream some cheese. people don't yeah, yeah. like cream cheese at all. But, but if you, you do. But you're thinking like, you know, you're like oh, like fish. But then like oh, cream so cheese and fish. fish go together very well. Right? Like and, creme fraiche. And then like all the fruits and sweets that all goes well with it. Like I I really couldn't name pizza. Great. I think it'd probably be great. Is, I think pizza like with cream cheese there? sounds like it would taste just fine. Like, you know, if you did, you had like a salmon pizza. Yeah, that'd be. I was playing. Shit. I was playing the game. It's tough. When because we were over there and she said it, and we both looked at each other. And we're like, oh, and we had this look on our faces, like we can do this quickly. Mm-hmm. And then we just sat there, kind of staring at each other, and then our faces, our eyes got bigger. But Oatmeal. I think the, the question is not so much like is the best version of this better with cream cheese? Because no. no. Okay. But sure when no. it means like. Like, is a burger ruined with a spread of cream cheese? 
Not at all. No. It may not be your favorite burger. Yeah. Or it might be really good. That's true. But it's one of those things, like, as far as, like, ruining something by hitting it with cream cheese, I think is more the answer. Yeah, it's true. And I couldn't think of a, 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 a solid enough answer. Like, I was, like, in my head, I was, like, jello. And I was, like... Nah, it'd be okay. Nah, it'd be actually probably <laughs> even, even, even oatmeal. I'm I like, mean, like, it wouldn't oatmeal. ruin it. It oatmeal might be weird. Be okay. It might be different. But weird. It, yeah, I think if you stirred a... A spoonful of cream cheese in your oatmeal. Yeah, you could make it work. You'd be okay with that. You could make it work. It wouldn't ruin it. You could eat no, it. No, it would not, yeah. So, it might, I don't know. I've never had it. It might even be better. Listeners. But, just make it. If make you it got a good it. idea, yeah, just freeze your cream cheese and then microplane it over like anything. The, this is like the NPR Weekend Edition puzzler. Yeah. Oh, Listeners. This is, should we do a weekly food puzzler? No. <laughs> I can't come up with one weekly. This is the <laughs> yeah. only one I've ever come up with and I didn't come up yeah, with. Yeah, exactly. I agree. Who, but it would be super fun if we could. Yeah. Mm-hmm. We could try. We could, you know, once in a while, if we come up with a good one, we can keep on the back burner. And then we'll make a book about it next year. Hit him well, with a puzzle. The Stu's Food Puzzler. This is what we outsource to the listeners here. I got a question. What doesn't go better with a puzzler? Eh? <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, name a scenario where a puzzler doesn't make it better. Well, yeah, if you if you guys know, send funeral. If you if you send me one where <laughs> I don't know, I feel like a better funeral with puzzler. Like, where was he from? And then it's like a word jumble. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah, Damn it. Okay, it would good. make. What and was also, her, what was her favorite food? Yeah. A little cream cheese at the funeral couldn't hurt either. Yeah. <laughs> oh, no. so. If you guys if you guys send in a food that truly is not holy shit, good what has cream this episode cheese? been out? Been about. I'm trying to think of like one topic. I mean, they've all been great. <laughs> it's a this little is, bit of a free a flower. flower. I like it. Yeah, um, once. We just talked about cream cheese being better at a funeral. <laughs> that's why this is a cool podcast, guys. Yeah, that's the best part. Ooh, ooh, ooh. No squares. Uh, we got a couple. We got a couple more things we could talk about before we get into the last thing. We had. you got something on this story? Uh, I just realized. So I subscribed to Richard's famous food podcast, and he's teasing episode two. So I want the listeners to know that they should subscribe to Richard's famous food podcast. It's by far the best food ca- was, food podcast was, I've ever listened to. It was just to nuts. That has one episode two years one later. One episode. Yeah. <laughs> and thank God he only puts them out every th- three years because we'd all be out of a He'd job. jack all our listeners. Yeah, it was, it was, yeah Rich, R- Richard Parks, who is on the show a few times, that's what it's called. Richard's famous, famous food podcast. The, the artwork is a pickle. With a mustache, it was just, it's Richard as a pickle. It's just sick. He made a business card for it. It's, it's awesome. like pickle cosplay. He no, wants to be know. a pickle so fucking so. bad, doesn't he? <laughs> so bad. Oh my goodness. Uh, L.A. chefs Momofuku is opening a new restaurant and they're hiring. So you should go to Momofuku's website if you want to work there. That's a good idea. Sui, if you're looking for a new job, no, I'm just kidding. Andre, maybe you can be a som there or something. I'm thinking about being an executive sous there. <laughs> But uh, for the stars, actual huh? chefs listening, they are hiring. I, I've, I've read, and, and you should go do that. It's going to be in Chinatown. Yeah, it's on that kind of like border Chinatown, Boyle Heights. In that weird part of Chinatown. Yeah, where it's, it's like a little too north, path a little bit. Mm-hmm. Where it's it's not scary; it's just vacant. It's I'm looking scary, forward to it. Actually. <laughs> I'm looking forward to it too. I've had some scary walks over there. You've had some scary walks yeah, over there. Sure uh, is ramen the most universal broke per- boy food? No, I think like, rice and awful. Globally, mm. I'm just thinking all the. I was just thinking about it. It's like, I think all. Co- I, I, it's like I know broke chefs, all races, colors, creeds. Ages. Oh, you're talking about like, like I was thinking broke. about like third world country food. 
Mm. Not like chefs that live in America but don't have a lot of money. Because to me, that's not broke boy. Or I just mean like that's what broke boy is. People that are broke, people that don't have money. Not like people. uh, Broke boy means that you don't have that much money, but you're not homeless. You're you know you're you're on a college student's or not even that. It's like you're from like the hood. You know even you know. It just means that you don't have that much money, but you're not. Sure. I took, w- before we get into a very complicated conversation <laughs> no, no, no. of a definition that would basically make us all wrong because none of us would be right, mm. my point was I immediately thought of like a surf class in a third world country is mm-hmm. what you meant by broke sure, boy sure. around the world. And I would say rice now. is probably. Rice and whatever yeah. offcuts mm-hmm. or basically a stew, vegetables. stew like, made out of Rice and fat. beans, really, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. When you're skimming fat off of cooking something and using that as energy with rice is basically the foundation of all working foods through the centuries. That wasn't what I was asking. (laughs) (laughs) Have you ever put like an egg in ramen though? It makes it so good. So runny. Nah. Yeah, no, I'm, but ramen. Yeah, ramen's a good like instant packet ramen for sure. I, guess I, I like never really life. liked it. Yeah, you know what? We, it always I didn't felt, either. It always fucked me up. I, I like it now a lot. It. I really appreciate it now. But I, it, I only I'm, and I'm going to work backwards because Camille has been. This is the second time she made it. It's a it's a papillot. It's a fillet of salmon in a nicely folded oh, uh, wax paper sheet. Yeah, that's what and, she was saying. And you throw? Oh, she's a Falchmon. We shoot. Yeah, we were talking about this like a when I think when I first met her. She oh, is that right? About and then like, oh, she, nice. she does that was it with the raw college seasoning? food. No. Oh, so poor college food so, with salmon in packet. So I was just kind of thinking about like, okay, this, well, this is a very nice like uh, yeah. French person college kid. But I'm sure they eat ramen there too. You know, mm-hmm. uh, but uh, are you? Yes, actually, okay. uh, salmon creme fraiche, leeks. Uh, throw it in the oven, kind of forget about it so you can kind of smell it. And you like, yeah. pull it out and it's like done. Mm-hmm. It's like, and it's very you probably season with salt. But it's like, wow, that's great. It's like, I, I, we didn't have that. that. Was for college right? We could have done that, but no, we didn't. But it, but it, and it's so easy too. Like, it's stupid that we, you could sub out cream cheese. You could sub out like full on Philly, it'd still be good. Then that'd be leak. You could put, you know, something cheaper, but leaks are pretty cheap. I've never too. cooked in, in Papiol. It's pretty cool. But it sounds like fun and it seems cool. Yeah, I mentioned to the other guy cooking. He's like, uh, you know, he's the Latino-ish. He's like half and half. And he's like, oh, yeah, that's just like we would do that, but with cream cheese when we were kids. Like, or sour cream. It's like, mm-hmm. for sure. Yeah, same vibe. There you go. Yeah, it's just like. And the um, French name wasn't Papi. Or the Spanish version was like, it was like, it was, it was like a play on Papillot. I was like, oh, I guess it's more universal than I thought. Which got me thinking about like, oh, ramen is probably like really the king of. You know, I like going that, uh, through it. You know, like the South American cultures will use corn husks, and then yeah. Asian cultures will use banana leaves, and then French people just use wax paper, parchment paper. Yeah, <laughs> the yeah. Uh, the husk of France yeah. or or the rest of the world. Yeah, mm. Europe really. I I saw this tamale. Speaking of corn husks, it just reminded me of it. And inside of it was just whole whole shrimp with the shell and everything. Oh, what? It looked wild as hell. Yeah, but that's so much work. You just want to munch on that thing, and then it's like oh, I gotta take the, yeah, the, the, the take, I take the shell I like off. a whole shrimp, but like to have it in something that's like but you but, buried in it, kind of like yeah. With the, now with, I gotta tear it all yeah, apart. Yeah, yeah, like like but when you cook the when you cook the shell on a good shrimp, you can eat the you can eat it. It's not wrong. Like the fried shrimp heads. He's not I guess wrong. you're right, but, but it's I'm, not. I'm, I'm, I don't know. It's, it's all steamed. Yeah. It's not fried. Like I'll yeah. eat. Like, right. I want that shit crispy. I'll eat shell on if it's fried. Yeah, but like steamed I'm with tamales, you. a little yeah. chewy. That's gonna get caught in your throat. It's gonna be a bummer. 
I have suffered from shrimp throat before. I don't know, though. I I haven't eaten it, and maybe that's the point. I mean, I think you're probably getting a ton of flavor. I mean, you're getting, like, every... All that kind of stock essence that's yeah. going to come off those shells. You know that moss is going to be a real brick orange, you know, yeah. after that. It's going to have some brown elements going I on. Know, I don't want to knock it not having tried Call it. Call me old-fashioned. I just like cheese and chilies. Theory of it, tight, mm-hmm. without having tried it. The practice of having whole shrimp in a bunch of masa seems kind of like... I agree with you on that. Kind of difficult to dig into. Yeah. I want to try it still. Yeah. Or um, was it? There's, I don't know. Was it here? No, I mean, was it? No, it wasn't from something in LA. Uh, I don't think so. No. It was probably somewhere cooler and far away. <laughs> like <There's> Sacramento? A... <laughs> exactly. Have you had, oh, the, the shrimp in Sacramento are so good when they come off the bay there. That doesn't exist. Mm. There's, um, there's a new CBD infused cold brew coffee wow. that I have in my house right now. You guys can have some after this. Yes, there. It's delicious. It's called Mary Joe. Like a play on Mary Jane. The artwork... When will weed culture ever Jesus. ever elevate itself away from weed puns? So ever. on the nose. They've well, got to be really good. But the so. bottle is... The, That's cool. The artwork whatever. for it's the, the bottle is, uh, is designed by Barry McGee. Wow. Really? Uh, a classic artist. What? Yeah, it's That's sick. very impressive. Should it's really I good. I had him name it. <laughs> God damn. Anyway, shout out to you guys. <laughs> Fire, baby. Uh, Three times. Yeah. It's, cold, it's cold brew, <laughs> and it's infused with 10 milligrams of CBD, which means, you know, that's not enough to really get move per my Per serving, chains. or is it little bottles? I think per, per bottle, That'd yeah. chill you out. Yeah, did you feel it? Did you, have a, did you have a whole one? No, I had half of it, and I didn't feel anything at all. But also... Well, they cancel each other out, maybe. Secret. Also, maybe it takes care of things that you didn't even know were bothering you and you're chilled. I don't know. I have no idea. Either way, my mood is heightened. I'm feeling great. Sounds like Jason got it for free is what it sounds like. No, I paid. I paid, baby. I'm I'm just teasing. But it does sound like I got it for free. (laughs) Check out Harry's Razor slash The Stew. Uh... And I'm all popped up and I'm ready to talk about the best thing that we had all week, you guys. We need like an intro music for this. You just did it right now. It's a stew wop, baby. There you go. The stew wop. That's from the beginning of the show. Yeah, a couple people recently are like, been listening to the food pod lately. It's getting real good. You guys, yeah. are, you guys are killing it on a streak. What's up, uh, what's up with that intro music, though? Oh, really? <laughs> Is that bad? It's, oh. uh, it's, it just hasn't changed. It needs to change, maybe, huh? Maybe it's time for a change. Oh, I mean, wow. I love it. But it's also awful, but it, you know, it, it features vocals from you and my ex-girlfriend. Yeah, There's, that's thing. But I mean, no better, no better, name a better rapper who has rhymed off the dome. <laughs> Mise en place and remelade. That's impressive. It was fun. Move over, Stewie's Eminem. Fire. It was good. That was, that was good. Mm. Playboy Stewie came through. Off the top, and just, and that's the only reason why, because it was such fire that I had to leave it. And you, I always hit record. You were in there. Stewie's in the booth. I like it. I think it's good. Oh, people on the streets. But it's one of those. It's one of those things where, like, there's so many shows where, like, the intro music sucks, but it's just ingrained in it, and it'd be weird if it changed. I also like Home Improvement. Like that song is fucking a weird song, but you're like, "Eh, you know, it's a part of your thing. For all of our listeners who like home but improvement also, from 20 years ago. <laughs> I'm nostalgic for it because do people or do... I mean, I wonder if anybody has ever gotten that that was your ringtone for like six years. 
the um the lead yeah, I don't I don't think so. The shorty, the shorty low. I don't even think I remember that it was. That was your ringtone for years when we lived together. What a tune. Yeah, it was like it was a short. It was like the it was only like a second and a half of that or two seconds of it. It was all you needed. <laughs> but good. it was great. And I remember hearing that I was like, oh shit. That's his ringtone. Mm-hmm. And see it's all it's all comes back. It was rain for a new one. I also like it's hard because it's it's also kind of perfect because it's kind of like it'd be great to have a metal intro, but I don't think it would be good. I think it's only yeah. good in my brain. But if I heard it, I'd be like, that's stupid. Like yeah. it's kind of perfect that it's like it's nondescript and the music itself is just like the background intro and it's quick and it's got like it's got Stewie <laughs> like I don't know. It's great. It's got the, maybe it is great. I think it's fun. I think it just goes. It leads in that it's like this is a a light hearted, fun food show versus like a hyper serious nerdy. It's got you auto. One. I mean, Stewie auto tuned. Mm-hmm. I'm in. Yeah, you back there too, aren't you? I have, I have some. He's on there. Yeah, he's I, on there. I'm, I'm harmonizing in the yeah. background. He's singing in the background. <laughs> singing in the background. Martin, Martin yeah, but it, it, it would be a lot harder to create a metal intro. Like we would have to commission a band to do that, and it would suck. I can't imagine. Like even like Brendan Smalls would like have some incredible song, but then before it's just like then you're just like mm. we we get Kevin Kevy. Kevin Ferkin to do it. Yeah, but I mean, like, even the best version of that wouldn't be right because it would be like it two be right. on the nose think. or front. Like, yeah, I like, like that our song. You know what? Fuck it, our song stays. No, no, no. Fuck it, we well, do it. I'm <laughs> all, I'm all for a new song, but like, there, it, you know, I don't think it's something that just can be created like on the spot. I could picture it might the, take a little. Our song has an energy, like a little bit of like, oh, it's your funeral. <laughs> you want to listen to this shit? All right. I picture the best thing we ate being let in with like kind of like a like a take on Jeopardy music. Or can I get some sense? Oh. You know like mm, Yeah. Like, Sweet, this ain't a fucking daily double boy. This I love is, the daily double. The I love the daily double music. Okay. Yeah, well, this is this is music. the this is the this is the weekly single best yeah. thing that we ate all week. For You're me, up first. It was a it was a modest, a modest treat that I got from Italy. Actually, hmm. um, it was not a food item, but it was just a, a can of cherry tomatoes that I got. That's a food item. There's a small, I mean, like like a like a nibble. It was hmm. it was a can, it was a can of tomatoes imported from Italy. It's called, it's spelled A F E L T R A, a feltra. I guess that sounds like a medication for erectile dysfunction <laughs> or something. <laughs> Ask your doctor about a Feltrap. But it's a small, like a soup can size of of like cherry tomatoes, I'm assuming, picked at the peak of their harvest. And it was like $2.75 or something like that. Like a great deal and imported all the way from Italy. And I just cooked it with some, in a pot with some garlic for an hour. Hmm. And the flavor of it was just so fantastico. And it was one of those things where you can just get a, the best of something. That's awesome. For like three dollars, what do you? What would you do with that? You know, make it make pasta, so put it on pizza, things. make it just like like a quick tart. You can do a quick tart, but I mean, just just buying like two dollars worth of pasta and then three dollars worth of these tomatoes, and you can have like a fire ass bowl of pasta for two people for five bucks. That's great. So ask your grocer about a Feltra. I think get some <laughs> some delicious cherry tomatoes. Amazon Prime. Andre. Andre's got nothing. Stewie, best thing that you ate all week? Uh, cod taco from Taco Maria. <laughs> cod Ooh. taco. 
Todd Talker. Todd Talker. Blue corn tortilla. Uh, right. It's so warm and and soft. You know, it's like the mm. like the pujol, like where it's just you have like the circle on a plate, the tortilla, and you kind of pick it up yourself. Mm-hmm. And like it feels almost steamed. It's like wow, this is mm-hmm. very impressive. There's a talk the the tortilla alone, and it's thick and substantial. Pick it up. You can tell they put the love into it, into uh, the yeah. tortilla. I mean, the cod is probably like I don't know four inches long. It's like a substantial piece of cod. The batter is really light, like borderline tempura style, but the inside is wicked juicy. And there was a charred green, scallion aioli, which is subtle, just a little bit. Mm. Um, grapes, sliced fresh grapes, like really like kind of some grapes, like medallions of grapes, which I really dig. Mm. And Stuart, you love grapes I love grapes in, in places they don't belong. Yeah, but the grapes are, that's not true, but the grapes are important though. We it's were talking a, it's about a, grapes in the curry. I know, but it's a precise because it's a very specific grape, like under ripened, that I really dig. And so what did not, the grape offer in this cod taco? Textural variance and sweetness and 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 like a little like a ooh like a crunch, you know. A little bit of ooh. Yeah, a little bit of ooh. The textural variance. I like those words. Dude. Yeah, well, yeah you I, was, got, I got I got turned on by that. We got a bit. super soft tortilla. The cod is really soft and delicate because the crust is so thin. So the ratio of crust to fish is like okay, it's like almost all fish. Mm. And then you have the the cabbage. and the cabbage was pretty. It wasn't like that really thick, but it was really fine cabbage. It was delicious, mm. like very farmer's market cabbage. Mm. It was like like young cabbage. Mm-hmm. It was awesome. It was not a Brookwood cabbage. Not a Brookwood cabbage. And then their so their hot sauce is they bring it out and it looks like like uh, chili oil at a Chinese spot or like a ramen joint, mm. but, it's, but it's black, uh, like kind of like a fermented look, chili de arbol, and it was. It was it was so nummy and trippy. Like I don't know if they're a Szechuan, but it was weird. Like it was definitely spicy. But you just said nummy as in N U M B, not N U M M Y. Just want to yeah. clarify that because that's clarification. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was a Szechuan nummy and not like ooh, it's nummy. That's a band stew word, so that you'll never hear that. I, I would never think to use it in no, that you context. Would not. But no. you do say num nums on a daily basis, basically. I do a lot. <laughs> um, <laughs> in in. In select company. How was your yogurt, Christopher? <laughs> Num Nums. Uh, sa- but in a circle of trust. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like my Not mother. On the streets. Always yeah. with my mother. Yeah. When she makes me food at so. home. Uh, mm. the, 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 Save that one for yeah, next week, shall we? We will unpack all of that. Sauce was banging. So it was a dark and, o- dark and stormy hot sauce. Just super, super oily and fantastic. Great. And, you know, Delicious. Making me yeah. want to hit this TM. Taco yeah. Maria. Right. Unfortunately, TM's in the OC. Yeah. I hate the OC. Just I'll kidding. Probably, Hi, mom. Love you. No, it's fine. I I would have said Agua Chile, but we already talked about it. It's like one A, one B. They're both mm-hmm. so so good. Sweet. Yeah. All right, boys. You got nothing. Um. The I I. Sorry, Jason. No, I had all the aju f- left over from um the lamb I made for Thanksgiving, and I kind of was doling that on everything that. I ate this week. Just yeah. a little bit of sprinkles, dipping turkey into it. Yeah. Um, I made a biscuit and lamb sandwich with leftover biscuits and lamb for Thanksgiving. That's probably the best. Ooh. There That's you go. Ooh. See, I knew I needed a Bis- poke. Was that the biscuit that you made with the bacon and the and the green onions? Yeah. The so, little sour cream drop biscuit. So a sour cream drop biscuit with bacon and green onions. Yeah. That's just sick. That's just fire on its own. And then some la- some some leg of lamb slices with the jus as well. With the jus, yeah. What and, else? That's it. 
And then Brussels sprouts. Ooh. Shreddies or shreddies. Sick. There were there was like a shreddy um baked salad thing. Oh, cool, cool. Damn, that sounds good as hell. I like that. It was good. I do like okay. that a lot. See, look at Andre. It was in there the whole time. I had to dig deep. You do, and it feels good now, doesn't it? Mm-hmm. It looks like our 50 minutes is up. Real nice. Yeah. Where should we all go eat together and we can all talk about it on the podcast? I feel like we haven't done that in Best a long time. That would be fun. We should do it's that. It's been so long. Like, we should all go to... Best Virginia. Yeah. Stewie's buying. <laughs> Stewie, my guy. GoFundMe. Uh, Ooh, we should do a GoFundMe to send the dude to Vespertine. That's a sick idea. And actually, unfor- the, the fucked up part is we could probably get, like, people would think it was funny and they would actually give us the money and I'd feel weird taking their money so to weird. go to Vespertine. Until we sat down. I like, totally this is agree cool. with you. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but, like, people would be like, oh, that's funny. And they would, they would donate. I don't know if they would donate enough for all three of us to eat God, there. If we have. So Jason, Listen so what you're saying is Jason's going to tell us how dollars. We are. Yeah. I mean, because the, the problem is we're going to need the wine pairing, you know, and that's yeah, that's when yeah, it starts getting wine. up there. Yeah, it's going to be like fifteen hundred dollars. It's going to be fifteen hundred dollars. Is well, what we're going to homework will be working on tier rewards for this. I love that. I love the idea of somebody just scrolling through the the GoFundMe and it's just like, all right, um, dinner, surgery, surgery, funeral. Funeral. My dog just got hit by a car and needs to get a new leg. And uh, send these three nerd burgers to a place they <laughs> can't afford. About these it. guys want to go to the most expensive restaurant in LA. <laughs> <laughs> hey, what are you gonna do? And drink wine. We'll Bang. donate something to charity. Maybe I'll, I'll put it on my YouTube channel that doesn't exist. We'll start one. Go to thestewpodcast.com for all the episodes, all the artwork, all that stuff. Follow me on social media at them jeans. Stu Stewart for him on Instagram. Andre Conaparo, no social media, of course. Not yet. But of I'm course. thinking about it, though. No, you're not. <laughs> no, I'm not. What yeah. if you did? You know what I'm getting you for your Christmas slash birthday? Instagram.com we'll backslash Andre Canaparo. Yeah. Because finally, there's so many people that tag me in photos, and it's like, at them jeans, and then just hashtag. Andre Conaparo with the crying emoji because there's no there's nowhere to. It's usually a hashtag Andre has no social media, right? Your fans need a home, but that Andre's playing the long game. You see what he's doing? Yeah, he's going to tinkle. He's uh, he's playing the long game. He's he's doing what we would call like a. He's doing his own GoFundMe for his rabid fan base that's on growing. Twitch, maybe? and then one day eventually he's going to drop it, and it's just going to it's going to be insane. Insta certified. Yeah, yeah. It's going to be him yeah, getting yeah. social media is going to be like when Frank Ocean Blonde came out. You remember that, right? I remember. That's a record that's noteworthy. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I remember that. Remember the excitement that that created? Just like, oh my gosh. These bitches want Andre. These bitches want Andre. <laughs> On the fucking social meds. <laughs> Thank you for listening. See you guys next week. Happy holidays. Bye now.